All right, duck. What are you doing? Hey, old shug. Where are you going? Who's that lad? Who's that lad? Voice notes, lad. Voice notes, lad. It's Liam. Hi everybody, welcome back to, uh, welcome to another episode, um, episode number 11 to be exact of the Voice Notes podcast uh, with myself, Liam, just me again this week, um, uh, but I've been promised that Connor is back next week, but yeah, we'll hop straight into it. Um, hope everyone's doing okay, Down another week, uh, another, it's, it's nearly, March is almost over, it will be over by the time, uh, well by next week it'll be over and then nearly freedom again hopefully we'll be able to there's like the pubs are open on the 12th and i read somewhere that there's like projected to be 600 like 467 million to be spent in the first for like they're projecting i don't know how they can particularly project this there's gonna be yeah 467 million pounds is going to be spent in like the pub and restaurant trade in the first three days of that happening so that first week imagine that first friday i'm going out we're going out me and connor to this pub in Nottingham, the Lion, and they were like they advertised it on Facebook and uh, Instagram as well. We'll go onto Facebook in a little bit. They advertised it on Instagram about you know we're we're taking bookings, we're taking openings, and I said, um, oh let's let's go for the April the twelfth. Didn't realize April the twelfth is on a Monday. We'll both be at work, and he said, no, go for go for Friday. I'm like genius, like obvious, but like you know, great move. So message them i don't i used to know the landlady because i used to work there but i don't know the new landlady so i just kind of messaged because beforehand i thought oh god because you're apprehensive i was like oh my god am i gonna get the am, am i gonna fucking get a table so we booked a table and i said oh can we have one from like six onwards or six to whenever you guys close this woman messaged me back like the best response ever she said we're gonna close when everyone's too fucking smashed to stay stay here we're gonna drink to the fucking sun comes up so that is that was that was sick she didn't say that but basically in effect she basically said that she said we're gonna drink until everyone's too cold to stay outside so even then, they're just probably going to serve mulled wine. But I'm pumped for that. I'm absolutely buzzing. Friday the 16th of April. Catch me at the Lion in Nottingham in Basewood. I'm buzzing. So um, that's a great pub as well. And I'm glad that is... I've not heard of any proper pubs being shut down. There's one that I used uh, in, in Nottingham where I used to work. I didn't used to work there, but it was next to the place I used to work. I never went there, actually, which is a bit bit annoyed about because it looked like my sort of place like i think they played live music and i can't remember the actual name it was a fucking good one liam but can't remember the actual name but that's now closed down because i remember bumping into a girl who used to work with and she said yeah you know the pub next door shut down because that's like that road for, that was like a couple of businesses down there wallet street in nottingham and yeah they had a few businesses down there and a lot of them have have uh have closed down which is a bit of a shame but the Lion, I'm, I'm very, very happy that that is open. That is a great, great spot. If you've not been there and you're from Nottingham or if you when you come to Nottingham, if you're, if you're not from here, come up to the, go to the Lion because if you like live music because they have bands on from, they've got live music, well, they used to from Thursday to Sunday. So the Thursday night was the open mind night. People, you know, the guitars and all that stuff. And then you know people on guitars you know music yeah important and then friday night was you know a bit of a 
kind of like just the opening act for the weekend's music and then Saturday night was the big kind of band they had not a big band but a kind of big local band reputational wise and then Sunday was like Jazz Sundays it was perfect so and it's a great just spot as well just to drink at it's a, just a nice pub great beer garden perfect a little pricey but who cares if it's that good then it's worth it's worth the money so yeah but uh, I digress one year to, since COVID we're recording this on Tuesday but it's obviously come out on um, Wednesday but one year one year since COVID uh, since let's say all our lives changed pretty much so well I don't know a lot of people everyone's lives changed well a lot of people's lives changed make up your mind Liam fuck me but yeah from a a sort of personal standpoint like I was put on furlough I was made redundant got another job lost that other job and then in the job I am now um and probably wouldn't have started probably wouldn't have started this podcast so not that this is you know a life-changing event for me this this podcast but it's given me a bit of a kick up the arse and a bit of a get up and go and so yeah I'm you know there's a lot of things to be grateful about there's a lot of things to um uh, be sad about but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that. Jesus Christ, heavy topic. I'm going to fucking start the podcast. But yeah, one year on, I know the work where I work did a one minute silence, which was obviously they said. I think a lot of workspaces did that, but it it was awkward because there's only limited numbers in the office anyway. But there was a girl on the phone whilst because a customer called her, so she can't just you know. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. It's going to have to wait a minute. We got on to this, but. Um, that was a bit awkward because like one of the managers came over and like stood there as if to think like are you just doing this on purpose you disrespectful woman but no it wasn't she was just she, she someone had called her and then afterwards like and because she was like why was he standing there it's like oh because the minute silence she's like oh fuck I forgot but it's not it's not her fault anyway um, and I know tonight well in a few minutes actually people are actually you know standing outside clapping all that stuff. Maybe we should do that, do a live stream, but I'm not going to do it. I'll pay my respects uh, in other ways, but that sounds like really snobbish. I'm not going <laughs> to, it wasn't. But yeah, I, th- I think um, everyone's encouraged to go outside tonight at least or the night of the anniversary to, I saw like people get the candles and their phones out and you know everyone's going to get their pots and pans out and probably clap a little bit. That, 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 that died a death, didn't it? That whole clap for the NHS thing and it was great a great sentiment at the start and then it just just completely um, and there wasn't there the clap for the NHS thing recently there was another like get out get outside and clap for the NHS but nobody did it <laughs> well nobody did it around my area so it was I'm not sure about the rest of the country but I think everyone's um, everyone had pretty much had it with that after a while which I don't know why because it's just a nice thing to do. If, if people ha- still had the mentality about it uh, the first time they did it, then it might might have been the same. But say lovey. Um, mentioned obviously Facebook. Oh yeah, Fasta, brought to you by Faster Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta company. Mama voice notes. Mama voice note. My mother, in other words, had Faster Pasta. We were treated to a, a lovely discount. Lovely, thank you very much um, to. Fasta Pasta, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service. Check out the website, fastapasta.co or fastapastaco.com. And the Instagram page, Fasta Pasta, CO, at Fasta Pasta CO. 
uh, for recipes on all sorts pasta related everything pasta just check them out but yeah very happy customers very satisfied customers as well but um yeah what's been going on what's this like since last week not much like every time i think i must have i must have said this i must have repeated myself about a thousand times i, I repeated myself about fucking four or five times just then so it's pff, great start but yeah, since last week, not much has been going on. Like, as you say, these conversations, if you're still, obviously, everyone works with people and just everyone interacts with someone in their lives. And like, oh, what have you been up to over the weekend? It's like, yeah, watched a film, like, <laughs> went for a walk. I now hate the, where I where I walk to, the park. I hate the park now. At first, when I was like, oh, it's a nice park, I'd do of it anyway. But now, it's just far too many people. It's a, it's a, it's a shithole now. It's not a nice park to look at or be in anymore. Not that it's just, it's just kind of because the rain and the weather has a lot to do with it. There was like a nice little trail beforehand. This is Woodfort Park in Sherwood, and nice little kind of little walking trail along the side. You can really do a full lap, like a, the full width and everything. And you can still do that, but it's. The turf, the, the turf, the the turf. It's so fucked now because of the, the the rain, the sleet, the snow. Everything has just completely fucked it. And the, the little walking trail, where it was like a little say, yay big. You can't even see this. You know, like like a small box, like you know, like a laptop size. Like there was a little decent walking walking path where you can walk down, and there's a little bit of space now. And there's like a little mud trail. Like, but dry mud but now it's like a huge big mud trail like it's just ruined it's like spread over it's just absolutely it's just yeah, it's crap no one's it's, it's like, you can play golf there as well no one's playing golf there anymore not that that was a great spot for golf like golfers are like Tiger Woods is going down like fucking get your clubs boys like we're going down to Woodfort Park but yeah you know what I mean you know what I mean um it's because it's too far to walk, because I should have really walked, because I had the idea of walking to, along the canal in Nottingham, which is a lovely, lovely walk, but it's a very, like, you have to really be up for it, but it's a very, very nice, very rewarding walk, if you, from the area, if you know it, if you haven't, come down, we'll, we'll take you for a walk down there, we'll take you for a walk, but... Yeah, no, it's it, no motivation to go. I, I went for a walk and because I worked from home last week for the last part of, of it, like from Wednesday to Friday. And because I walk back from work, I get the bus in or the tram in and then I walk back every evening. And that's like a decent like four and a half mile, mile walk <laughs> every week as well. That happens every single week. 28. That, um, that's like a decent four and a half mile walk. So that gets me, obviously, I don't monitor my steps. Uh, maybe should do, because probably halfway around the world right now. But, I've, yeah, I don't monitor my steps. I know a lot of people, everyone I feel like I'm, everyone in my social circle, like, which well, during COVID is like one, <laughs> um, monetize their steps, but I don't, I don't do that. Um, but I've probably walked a fucking million because I'm a beast. But... I don't even know. I can't even remember what I was talking about. I, I cannot remember what I was talking about. Walking, work, working from home. Yeah, so I worked from home last week and then afterwards, because I was like a cage rack, so I hate working from... I Yeah, I have to just... Because probably because I was... A, I say like me, like it was only me, but 
yeah, I just personally, I cannot, I don't work well from home. I just, I very, I really need to, I love, I like the routine. I don't say love, love's a strong word. I like the routine. I like getting up in the morning. I like having like, even if it's a good or bad day, at the end of it, you're like, okay, cool. I can get to, I get to go home and I get to kind of put my feet up. And you're like, ah. but you all know this because probably half of you or the majority of you have been working from home the last year. So hats off to you. Um, but yeah, I just can't, I don't, um, when I meet people who say they prefer working from home, this, this one woman told me today, oh, they're just lazy. <laughs> but I, which is good. I never heard that, but I just, you know, it's a good, it's an interesting take. But I think if it works for you, if, I think because a lot of people, depending on where you work, you may feel there's a lot of pressure like on you all the time, like your boss is over your shoulder, and maybe you just, you know, maybe you're just, maybe just an introvert and you don't like, you know, working in an office and like, especially if it's a buzzing office, maybe you just don't like it. Maybe you just don't like your co-workers. Maybe that, that maybe that's, that's just it and you can get on your own. You can get on at your own pace, but yeah, working from home, man, I can't really, I can't really do it. If I'm, I'm very lucky where I work that I can go in the office. I have to download an app and get re- request permission every single night, but it's just yeah, a small, small price to pay because well, it's COVID, so you need to abide by the rules. I just got a follower, a random follower. You know what I don't like now, which needs to stop. These random porn accounts, fuck off, stop following me. Um, but I just got a follow on my Instagram. Bacon and Cheese of New York um, has requested to follow you. Let's go. Bacon and Cheese of New York. Absolutely. And I'm following them back. Great account. Check them out. Bacon and che- bacon Egg and Cheese of New York. Just for fun. The rules. Breakfast sandwich. Two. Must contain bacon, egg, and cheese. Three. Don't fall in love. So... Uh, yeah, follow those. Follow those guys. Quick plug. Quick um, uh, unofficial sandwich thing of it. It looks delicious. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Great little sandwich. It literally is all just bacon, egg, and cheese. There's no variation. There's no... They've never branched out on this one. I've gone from loving them to slagging them all in the same minute. It's to, anything can happen at the drop of a hat. Little bagels. I love a bagel. Sweet, bacon, egg, and cheese. But these random porn accounts can fuck off, please. You, I'm going to look right now in my things. Four requests. Usually it's about 15. Not a big deal. Some fucking guys just said, what's up, bro? These are fucking Forex traders. These Forex traders, either you're a Forex trader or you're a porn account. One of them, hey, legend, wasn't sure you'd get this. Salvage or check for quality content. No. The, today, it's a fairly tame one. The other one was it's like, sub bro? <laughs> just wants to chat. Just wants to say hello. What's the other one in the other account? Here we go. Everybody's talking about sports mania. That's a sports betting tip. Oh, yeah. This is March, guys. For all the American listeners. Or the Legion. The army of American VMPs. This is March. Um, probably a lot of people lost a lot of money at the weekend, but I enjoyed watching the games because BT are having the games. I watched some on Saturday, some on Sunday. I was quite, watched, watched quite a lot because I was playing. I was session football manager, session it over the weekend. I fell in love again. Session rule number three of the bacon egg and cheese club: don't fall in love. I'd fell in love at the weekend, so I broke one of the rules. Fell in love again, football manager FC Cologne. Came third, managed to miss out on the title in the last single last day. 
RB Leipzig won, so hmm, bastards. But Bayern didn't win, so that's a good thing. But that was my weekend, pretty much. When people say, when people say, like, what did you get up to the weekend? <coughs> Excuse me. I just say football manager, you know, dominate fantasy football again, which I will now um, touch upon in this fantasy fantasy football of the week, the segment of the week. So as a lot of you loyal listeners know, if you've um, uh, if you've not already turned off by this point of the, of the the mention of fantasy football, you know that I am top of the league in one of my leagues. I'm I've slid down a couple of, a couple of places in my other ones, but there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of a healthy little uh, sledging going on in this other one, the fantasy the fantasy league. So I am top. All right, okay. I was I said last week I've only got six players. So this could be a bit of a bad week, but I'm still confident, and you know my confidence proved me right because I'm still fucking top. These other guys, so Jack, who's second, who's not said a word, he's not peeped at all. He's now peeping a little bit, not that much. So Arthur is in my phone, is in my, he's texting me every day. He's coming on this podcast at the end of the season, win lose, win or lose for each of us. He's coming, he's coming on, um, but. He's been chirping me. He's been he. I live in his head, rent free. He's saying this. He's saying that. I've done this. I've done that. He just played his free hit last week. I've still got to play. I've still to play my free hit, bro. I've still to play it. So I've still got it. And you, I had both of my hands. I had my hands tied this week. I had my hands tied behind my back. My fucking right leg chopped off. And you still couldn't catch me. You still couldn't catch me. Yeah, you come at the king. Your best not miss. So, basically, the fantasy football segment this week is I am still top after um, a bit of a concerning week, I will say, but I'm still top. The boys are still done good. It's a bit of a more of a narrow lead now, but I'm still top. They couldn't they couldn't overtake me. I had six players. I had six players, eighteen points. Six players, eighteen points. That's going to be the um, uh, the title of the podcast when I win. I know I'm setting myself up for a massive fall here, but when I win, that the episode of the podcast will be six points. Six no six players, eighteen points. Episode whatever. Six players, eighteen points. Six players, eighteen points. Just remember that. You had a full shot. You played your free hit, bruh. Anyway. The big points masters for me this weekend were Patrick Bam Patrick Barnford, Nottingham's own. Should have really captained him. But Salavi should have won a cutter. My vice captain, Ollie Watkins, two points. John McGinn, one point. And old Obama Yang. Obama who? Obama what? Obama Blood Clark Yang. Fucking uh, got me four points. He was the captain. So he was, he was pretty dog shit. But yeah, Patrick Bamford saved me there. So 18 points, 18 solid points. This weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's even funnier because I tell them, I tell you people what I'm, who I'm playing, so you can improve it, and you've not improved yet. Alex McCarthy is in goal. They're playing, Bur- Southampton are playing Burnley. That's a good chance for some points. That's a decent chance of a clean sheet. It's a better chance than Casper Schmeichel playing in goal against Manchester Manchester City. My other, my defenders, Ruben Diaz. Like I said, Man City are playing Leicester, so might not be a clean sheet. Aaron Cresswell. West Ham versus Wolves. That's going to be a good game. There's going to be a couple of ga- couple of goals in there. West Ham are definitely scoring. 
Ben Chilwell, he's coming back in the squad. They're playing West Chelsea are playing West Brom at home. They're, I'm literally breaking this down. I'm giving you the keys to beat me. I'm giving you the I'm giving you the thing right now. Ben Chilwell, he's got he can get an assist here and there. John McGinn, Villa, home to Fulham. It's gonna be a tough game, but I can see them doing it. Zaha, my man, my guy, my favourite person ever. Palace are playing Everton away at Everton. Probably 5-0 fucking Everton. Aubameyang. Arsenal at home to Liverpool. Liverpool have been dog shit recently. Only at home though, so who knows. Bruno Fernandes, my captain. He's still captain for this week. And they're playing Brighton. So, hopefully, he's definitely there's definitely going to be a penalty. Oh shit, I've got an email, sorry. And up front, Ollie Watkins... Patrick Bamford hopefully should be fit against Sheffield United. There's going to be goals in that one because Leeds are, they either score 10 or concede 15. And Calvert-Lewin as well up top. So I'm thinking about making a couple of transfers. I've got one more transfer. I've got one for, I know as well. As well. I've got my, I've got my free hit. Free hit. I've got my free hit to play. So yeah, you boys, um, uh, Jack and, Jack and Arthur, you better you better start scrambling. Who's coming second this year? So um, <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't have money on it, boys. But um, yeah, that concludes the fantasy football segment of the week. It's going to get spicier by the by the season's end. This is this is the crunch time. It's where men become boys become men. Sorry, and yeah, so this is going to get a lot spicier. Um, hopefully, get just Arthur and just the other players as well. Not forgetting about the other players. But I'm all about the title race. I'm not about, you know, these drag ends at the bottom of the table. I mean, Noah got five points for fuck's sake. And he had a full team. Um, and it was, it, to be fair, it was FA Cup weekend. So, yeah, a lot of players were out. But, yeah, free hit. Six points. Six players, 18 points. Anyway, Facebook. I went on Facebook. I had a proper, you know when you have a, I don't have the Facebook app on my phone anymore, which is probably one of the best things I've done for sorry for my mental health because it's just you know, I'm not checking that constantly on my phone, and because it's Facebook really is just a, a cesspit of shite. It's just so many. It's now every now and again just scroll up and down in on my laptop. I did that with Twitter as well. Don't have Twitter on my phone. I have Twitter on my laptop. In the summer, I only really use Twitter for the football news, for like transfer news and stuff like that, because that's that's, that's as good a source as any, because there's loads of stuff coming off. As if I said, Twitter's as good a source as any. Um, but yeah, Facebook really is just is a cesspit of shite. It's just, it's just so much crap. Everyone, as well, is fucking married. Everyone I know from, or I've known, I knew in school, college, like sixth form, and some, a lot of people from uni, everyone is fucking married. <sighs> Just a bit, because I was, because you know when you're in a, I was, I was in a, a deep, a deep stalk. So I was in the depths. So just you going on different people, you going on different profiles. Because I was looking on Facebook memories as I do, because that's a good laugh. Also, I thought I'd bring this one back on Facebook memories. What did I fucking put? But anyway, um, oh, I got a note. I got a note. Let's have it. Um, as if people people come notifications. Yeah, six years ago today, twenty third of March, I put hashtag bring back fingering. Nice. Um, but yeah, Facebook 
I'm, I'm a contributor to that cesspit of shite. But it's just full of... It's, everyone is married. I'm on it now. Everyone is married. Everyone has kids. Everyone is... I don't think everyone's living their best life. That's not really the app or the social media platform that um, people want to post the most about. Post the most. But I was I was deep in Facebook the other day. I was just kind of going through it. And, you know, you can just get lost in it. And it, it, it's one of those things you're looking through it. You're not really... It's, you're kind of expressionless. But at the same time, inside, you're like, wow, shit. Oh, my God. Wow, my God. Like, they've done what? They've did, Oh, my God. They've, wow, she's got five kids. Like, there is a woman I work with who does does post pictures of her kids um, constantly. She's she's punching them out every five every few months as well. When I worked with her, she just had one that's been like two years. I think she's got four kids now. She's been busy, so um, yeah. Just there's so many. Even now, I'm just scrolling through it. You, you can get lost for hours on this one. Maybe more so on. You can get lost on Instagram for absolute hours. I remember Vine. I don't have TikTok either because I've heard like people at work say, oh, I was on TikTok to about two in the morning last night. But it's, isn't that similar to Vine where it's just video after video and when you find like, when it's just a good laugh, it's really funny. Look at this, beer, beer belly maternity photos. <laughs> but there's just loads of people. I see whether spoons are being allowed to reopen in June. I would tactfully like to remind people the boss of Spoon sacked all of his staff at the beginning of the crisis and told them to go work elsewhere. He refused to pay them anything. So before you all go running into the places in Beerfield Hayes, can you remember there will be other venues open and really should be, should not be supporting this arsehole? Here, here, actually. I'll still be going to Spoons. Sorry. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll the first place I'm going to is my local pub. The, the first place, the first place is... Spoons will be the last destination of the evening. But everybody loves a cheap breakfast, don't they? Everyone loves a cheap breakfast. I remember. Ah, oh, no, this was the this is the thing. I remember. I was. This wasn't in Weatherspoons. This was in uh, back at uni, at Staffs Uni, in the Ember Lounge, and it was similar kind of food, like Weatherspoons food, kind of just ready, like on the grill, and like cheap all day breakfasts. There was uh, this one. This one time we were getting a breakfast, all obviously hungover. And obviously, because we're lads, and I said to the guy, oh, "What would you like to order?" So you go to the bar and you you order this, you order your food, and you give give it a table, and you get the wooden spoon for your table number. So I said, "I oh, can I have the all day breakfast, please, but can I have um can I have like fr- can my can my fried eggs be a little bit like crispy? I don't want them like yolky or anything like that. I want it to be a bit kind of burnt almost." Because just that yolk just makes me feel sh- like sick, even even on a hangover. Well, obviously, especially on a hangover. But I said, "Oh, can I just have it a bit like, kind of crispy and stuff like that?" He goes, "Oh, we're at." But he said, "Like, oh, sorry, man, we're out of eggs, but I can do you scrambled." I'm like, "What the fuck? What does that mean?" What that means is they had scrambled pre scrambled egg in a bag, like pre made scrambled egg. They just freeze it because we had we know people in the ki- we knew people in the kitchens. They would get like get out of the freezer, smash it a bit with a fucking rolling pin, and then stick it in a plate, and then heat up in the microwave. Disgusting. No, no, thank you. But yeah, that's like I think I know my um, uh, my sister's boyfriend. He worked at Weatherspoons, I think, and he said like they had some of the stuff they 
I know an old boy who worked at Weatherspoon years ago. And he said some of the stuff they make is just out bad. Like everything, like, and my uncle once said, if you were to spend, everyone says this as well when you, you go to these sort of places. My uncle once said, if you were to spend and like, if you were to be at the back of a McDonald's or a Burger King, you would never eat there again. And then my dad said about this guy who worked at an abattoir. I probably 100% agree with this one. If you saw what went into stuff like kebab meat, you'd never eat it again. You probably might turn you a vegetarian if you if you um, uh, went into an abattoir. I can't imagine anyone voluntarily going into an abattoir unless you obviously worked there. But I eat meat and I wouldn't want to go there. But you you probably could be fucking hypocrite. But I would love to go hunting. I think hunting's badass. Not just to kill shit. Just not just to like the um, not for like trophy hunting. I would want to like shoot it then eat it i'd want to like yeah i think it's badass i think it's quality obviously you're going to think like this guy listens to too much joe rogan like elk elk but no i'd love to i'd, I'd love to go hunting maybe maybe if i ever did it i would then be put off for life maybe who knows who knows how i'd react to it but i'd like to i'd like to try it just see how i am maybe i'll then become a complete murderer who knows um but yeah anyway facebook load of shade it's good every now and again, but take Facebook off your phone because it's not good for you. And most social media isn't really... It's, it, in doses, obviously, but it, fucking listen to me. Fucking... What's her name at the back? Fucking Mystic Meg, whatever her name was. Poet's Corner. I don't know the name. I can't remember. Um... But yeah, I've, I've only got Instagram now, which is probably the worst one because that's like the most vain one. But I have, I thought about getting TikTok, but I won't. Thought about it, but I won't, okay? I just fucking won't. But, um, fucking else, what was it? like? Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter's just got no empathy and it's like some, it's good for funny memes. It's In a way, it's better than Facebook. Facebook is just full of shite. You just you can just buy. It's just basically a big buying site now. You can buy a load of shit on the on the bay. But yeah, anyway, Facebook. Um, what else have I been watching? I've been watching. Oh yeah, today went past on the bus. Um, in on the way down to Mansfield Road. If you know the, there's like a massive um, uh, uh, graveyard, basically in the centre of Nottingham, in basically in the city centre of Nottingham, which is quite. When you think about it, it's, uh, it's quite random, but. There's a massive graveyard in the centre of it, of the city centre. Not like city centre, but literally just outside of it. And there was obviously there's obviously graves there, but there was like tape around some of the graves, like as if there's a crime scene, like there's been a murder here. <laughs> um, I'll move on. Prince, oh yeah, and I got a Barbarita as well on the way back because I was gonna get a Greg's, and then as I because I looked and I thought, oh, the sign's still out, so they're still open. Went round there and they fucking took the sign in just as I was about to turn the corner. So I thought, Barbarita's around the corner. I'm getting some peri peri. So uh, peri peri burrito, guac, mild uh, salsa, beans, brown rice, cheese, sour cream. Some may say, why'd you get the sour cream? You got the mild, like a bitch. But 
it's still just it's just nice all the flavors it's nice and the peri peri was really nice i was going to get the spicy beef but that was um 75p extra and times are tight okay guys times are tight so it's no longer no dense but what else what else have i had oh yeah i had sold a fucking couple of things on depop oh yeah check out my depop guys if you want anything on there um depop as well has been like a godsend a godsend i've made i'm not gonna tell you how much i've made on there but i've made a little i made a little bit of money like just yeah dm me for the details but yeah depop selfie shop hey it's yeah it's sick i've bought stuff off there i've sold money i've sold stuff on there it's fucking banging mate it's sick but um I'm completely digressing here. What I was going to talk about, I was going to talk about, I've talked about football, I've talked about the fantasy team, six players, 18 points. Um, and oh yeah, last night, because I've not been watching that much on uh, Netflix, I watched, I started to watch that Behind Her Eyes thing. I watched the first half hour of the first episode. I just couldn't get into it. I was just like, constantly, what the fuck is going on? Like, where is this going? And I'm not one of those people if they ha- if it has to be on point it has to like explode instantly for me to get into it i'm not one of those people but it just wasn't really i was just like was was where's it going i just didn't enjoy it but i've heard from i may have to go back and stick with it because i've heard it is really good i did rewatch in a couple of days because it's only eight episodes the true detective we spoke about this before in the podcast that is one of my favourites. It's just brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. It's still as gripping as it is the first time I watched it. It's so good. And McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Brilliant in it. The supporting cast is great in it. Maggie, his wife, is fantastic. Like, just everything. Like, it's obviously very, very dark. But, yeah, it's just the, the, the acting, the, the like the story is just gripping it's just so gripping and yeah you know you obviously take things in more when you're watching it for you know the second time or the third time this is about probably about the fourth time i've watched it and because it's because it's so short i can keep watching and watching it i need to watch the second and third series because i know it's got colin farrell and this colin farrell and vince vaughn probably kind of put off by vince vaughn being in it because it's like you expect him just this break out into wedding crashes i watched the first episode when it came out because of such obviously everyone everyone i know has watched is a fan of the first series but i think the only thing i liked about the second series from what i watched was the soundtrack the soundtrack kind of carried on soundtrack's fantastic in that show and i didn't watch the third season i need to watch that one because i like the the actor i I don't know his name yeah big fan but um he's in But the one with Figo Mortensen when he's driving around, and he's the jazz, he's the pianist, he's the pianist, he's the pianist, um, and that's a great film. The Green Book, the Green Book, he's great in that, really good in that. He plays Remy in fucking House of Cards, which I didn't finish either. And the one about the kid in Miami, he was like the drug dealer. About the about the kid's life from like baby to teenager to the, to man. That's a slow burner. If you don't like, if you if you are not into my girlfriend's like this, it has to kick off in the first five seconds for her to actually be interested. So I'll never watch that with her. But it's, you have to watch that. Like I can't, I can't remember the fucking name of it. It's called like oh, I'll, I'll I'll come back to you. 
but that's a good film. He's very good in that. I think he got the Oscar for that one, like for Best Supporting Actor, or at least nominated. At least nominated. But yeah, watch True Detective. Again, great fucking show. And I also watched last night, because I've rewatched this again. I've rewatched this again. It was on the watch again. I'm more interested in the watch again. I'm more enticed by like, hmm, like, like things you may like. I'm like, no, no, not interested. And then the things... <laughs> like watch again like the Marowitz stories for the 50th time like yeah yeah actually <laughs> I'm in the mood for that but I, well, I came up and I hadn't seen it in ages the uh, Team Foxcatcher and it's not the film with Steve Carell Channing Tatum and the guy who plays the Hulk what's his name Jonah something I'm probably wrong but the guy, the guy who plays the Hulk yeah in the Avengers the worst franchise ever but anyway moving on that that is not it's the documentary featuring the wrestlers in that um, who were part of Team Foxcatcher and John Dupont. He's not in it because he's since died. Spoiler, but it's about it's basically about John Dupont and his empire and like building up like USA wrestling and you know the stories of these guys who are in wrestling. Like you know he brought them up from literally they were struggling. Like USA wrestling was like at its knees and then all of a sudden John DuPont comes along with his millions and offers support but he wasn't just a kind of random guy he was already in sports and he kind of like track and field and swimming and helped American athletes get to the Olympics become Olympic and world champion so he's a very like embedded in like American athletics and sports culture anyway and he's just a very yeah just an incredibly wealthy man I don't know how he has his wealth like obviously he comes from his family but I don't know how he has his wealth but it's a very like it's a fascinating story and like a, fa- a really interesting documentary. Um, it features obviously it's basically the crescendo of what happens to Dave Schultz, um, the wrestler who is who was like because they there's a quote in the film like if wrestling was the game, um, Dave Schultz was the player like he was the he was the guy and obviously if you're into wrestling or if, into like if you're a history of this subject then you'll know like yeah Dave Schultz was the guy I'm not a I'm not a kind of it's, but it's not like wrestling it's not WWE it's like literally a traditional like Olympic wrestling like Kurt Angle shit even though he was WWE but he was originally like Greco shit but um, yeah just a fast just a, if you, like semi if you're obviously a sports fan but like if you're just a fan of like just decent stories and like fascinating people it's that's a, that's a good one for you because you just sort of see his rise and fall and like you see people like the grounds like just people who feature in the documentary talk about the the people who spent the most time around John DuPont and Dave Schultz and his mental sort of collapse his paranoia because and that stems from that apparently that stemmed from like him being supremely rich and a bit of a kind of weirdo a bit of like outcast and because everyone everyone said ah everyone knows that John is a bit weird a bit tapped but he's um like his paranoia and then he starts using drugs and just kind of loses it a little bit and takes it out on the on the wrestlers so it's and then obviously comes to a really sad crescendo like obviously spoiler if you're gonna turn away your ears spoiler but um at the end he like kills um like he shoots one of the wrestlers and like you you speak to i won't say which one but i will like one of the the wrestler who died his wife is in it as well and she like I, I remember just like watching this and this didn't like resonate with me like as much then I was thinking like this fucking woman 
like saw her husband get shot in front of her kids and held him she talks about like him like focusing trying not to die and she was obviously it's completely but that's imagine that she's hot she's her husband dies in her arms in front of her kid i don't think it was in front of her kids actually it was just but even still kids or no kids that's that's just horrendous and i never kind of thought about that until like when i watched it last night i was like fuck that is <coughs> that is that's mad it's just it's that is just so tragic and so horrible like the time i probably didn't just you just because when you're watching these documentaries about like serial killers and like the ted bundy stuff you're kind of just sort of wrapped up in the story of this of the main kind of character who the protagonist is especially these real life true crime documentaries not that this is a true crime true crime documentary but this is an example obviously um because it features like a murder but you're so wrapped up in the maybe this is just me i'm not sure but you're at the time you're kind of wrapped up in the story and like oh my god this guy fucking escaped the law like using the, i'm using the ted bundy one as an example but like then behind this like the atrocious crimes he committed and like when they go into graphic detail you're like fucking hell and you see the, the, the interview the people who like found them i like, found these bodies and like this this is yeah fuck like it was just so um that was i and it was, got me a little bit sad really because i just thought you put yourself in that position and you think like that would be just the most and obviously the few like they cover like the funeral and then like because this this character this, this this person was such a great character and a great person like everyone felt like he was their best mate and just a great just a loss for that community and just and they never connected the dots with this john dupont guy because he was so out there and you know what's the word just fucking outlandish and a bit kind of wacky they just didn't you know put the piece together but really because he had everyone in he had everyone in his pocket because he's so rich he was like friends with the fucking police force he's friends with the local like the authority sort of thing when people would complain that oh yeah john's got a gun he goes oh well maybe that's john he's a little bit you know whatever (laughs) that's john so there's like there's that and there was like early warning signs which they didn't pick up on and that's what I didn't think about as well, because that's because there's a, there's a bit in this story like one of the wrestlers he just suddenly turns on him and he wants him to get off the fucking farm. He's like he puts a gun in his chest. He's like, "Get! I want you off my farm now!" And he's like, "John, I only tried to be your friend." And like it's just and that's a traumatic thing. Is that someone's like pointing a gun in your chest, like force it, like telling you to get out? And but even like some of the wrestlers there, like they'll they'll admit that, and that's that's the tragic thing of it because they they saw it and they this thing was probably like sadly all too predictable which is just yeah that's the sad thing about it but yeah watching that again like i recommend that i probably spoiled a lot of it for you but i don't think i could have gone into i haven't got the as you know i haven't got a fucking wide vocabulary to really detail something without giving it away unless you've seen it but yeah i hope yeah watch that if you haven't watched it if you have watched it watch it again because it's just a good watch you can and i've i'm going to watch the film I think the film is called Team Foxcatcher as well. There's the actual feature film, and then there's the documentary film, which is the Netflix documentary film. So, yeah, that's a yeah really really great watch. I think sports fan or not, just regardless, it's a great story. Um, really compelling and just 
ultimately very very sad it's just yeah not very nice um but still enjoyed it <laughs> um because i'm not involved um so also what else did i watch tried to watch something else i'm just watching loads on youtube like just clips on youtube that's what i mainly just watch now just little bits of stall scenes and little bits of other chick- spitting chocolates but well, what is my? I've been watching the, the guy Chris Stefano and uh, Chris Stefano on YouTube. He's a fucking hilarious comedian. Just kind of clips of football chat and hockey and all sorts of shit. That's what I watch, and I just rewatch stuff. I watch this thing with people like cracking backs on YouTube. I'm one of those sickos who watches like people pop their blackheads on uh, YouTube. And I, I, yeah, I just, I'm a bit sick. But uh, I watched this video of this guy cracking this old woman's back. And it was just, it, it looked horrible, looked painful. But it was, like, it was like a classic, it was like a manufactured sound. It was a sound. It was like a man, you know, when you hear like sound effects of, you know, just someone crushing like, like that. That's what it sounded like. It was just, just like, but that's someone's that's someone's bones, man. Whoa. But um, yeah, I'm a bit a bit weird like that. Um, also, I've also been hearing a lot about Bitcoin recently. Or is it just me? Is Bitcoin making a comeback? Did it ever go away? And do I sound stupid? Do I sound weird? Did Bitcoin ever need to make a comeback? <laughs> Find out next week. Um, I don't any. I don't know a fucking thing about Bitcoin. I have no. I have no clue. I know that NFL player had. Like seven million, like he signed a contract for like fourteen million dollars, and half of it was in Bitcoin. That was like the first professional sports contract which um, Bitcoin was involved and in such a big way. So he got half the cash in his in his back pocket. The other seven mil, the other seven milli, and the other the other half in Bitcoin. But where does Bitcoin live? Where does it live? Does it just? Do you, is it like a? Is it like you know your online banking thing? Can you look at it? Because isn't one bitcoin or a thousand bitcoin worth double its? We need to get a bitcoin person on here to explain it to me. But even then, I'm so fucking stupid. I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> the whole time I'd just be like, fuck. This, this guy at work tried to break it down a little bit, but I still was just you know, I was I was in a pretzel. My mind was in a pretzel. I couldn't really I couldn't understand it. So. Who knows? But yeah, someone explain Bitcoin to me. I don't understand it. I don't know about it. Where does it live? Where does it come from? How did it be? How was it made? Is the crypt is is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency the same thing? Tell me, please. I need to know. Um, all I know is the future, man. But I yeah yeah. What is it? What, what I I've only just got used to pounds, shillings, and pence. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll move on from Bitcoin. Speaking of who probably has a lot of Bitcoin as well, Prince Harry. I didn't. Sp- I didn't speak about them the other week because I didn't care. But I saw this and it made me laugh. This headline, like Prince Harry, has got a job at Silicon Valley thing. It's like I just imagine. I hope people who work there kind of chirp him, unless it's I. I but here's me thinking he's going to be going in nine to five. 
I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. It's just like my image in my head of him on the first day because he's never worked a day in his life. Yeah, he's yeah he was in the army. Yeah, all this stuff. But still, people forget he is someone of incredible privilege who has never had to work a day in his life. And he's never never really worked a day in his life. So, so this is essentially his first ever job. This is his first ever job. So I just imagine like kind of like that scene in the wire when. Mayo Carcetti just takes the last bit of the coffee and the filter and then like then um, Greg's like you top it you fucking fill it like, it's kind of like someone just says that to him and just like doesn't care who the fuck he is <clears throat> um, sore throat jeez I've been talking far too long but I'm going to have a sip of this that's the best fucking drink ever that's the Tropicana not a plug by the way well just a personal Love plug. Tropicana, mango and passion fruit, or mango and orange. I'm such a big fan of things, I don't know their names. <laughs> it's the best. It's so smooth and creamy and nice. If you have bits, if you like orange juice with bits, I don't want to talk to you. Just get out of my face. It's just not nice. It's not nice. Even I don't even like... I love peanut butter. Peanut butter is my first and last love. It will always be in my life. No matter what happens. But I, I'm a smooth guy. I don't like crunchy. Everyone's going to be like, mm, like, crunchy is not that good. Crunchy's not, yeah, you like, I like a smooth. And more, as, as I've gotten older, when people say, like, oh, you like peanut butter, what do you, you have? I said, like, I have it with peanut butter sandwiches. Like, and he goes, oh, what, just peanut butter? I was like, yeah. What else do you have it with? You don't put ham in it, you fucking monster. But, yeah, it's peanut butter sandwiches, just like peanut butter and bread, weird. I don't think it is, um, but yeah, I'm a smooth guy. Smooth more than more ways than one. I bang you, but nah, like, but yeah, peanut butter smooth and this tropicana, tropicana, uh, mango and passion fruit. It's just creamy. It's just nice. It's just not. It's not like water. Not that orange juice is watery, but it just hasn't got the same flow, texture, or anything like that to just regular smooth ass OJ so speaking of OJ I watched that I started watching again the Made in America doc which is on BBC iPlayer very important documentary we should all you should all watch it five part fascinating story incredible story incredible story but watch that again sorry incredible just I'm just so I'm just just burpy and farty but yeah Prince Harry getting a job who fucking cares um Everyone's like, oh, well, now we can pay the bills and he's two up, two down, fucking flat with Megan um, while she's working part-time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that whole thing when they were, like, just acting, oh, my God, they were, the royal family cut them off. Like, yeah, they're still multi, multi-fucking millionaires. And he's a 36-year-old man. Like, come on, stand on your own two feet. Why are you relying on your grandmother at that age? If I did that, I'd be called a fucking slob. And too right if I was mooching off my grandma. But no. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Yeah, whatever. Um, that's that's my two pence. That's my two pence on it. Anyway. <clears throat> but, um... What else are we going to talk about? There's no, there's not much football on as well, to be fair. There's a, there's a bit on... There's people's birthdays today. That that went completely. I'm just on Facebook again. I'm just scrolling through Facebook. Let's check us on Twitter. What's trending on Twitter? 
well, this is where we need to end this episode um, oh my god Crystal Palace trending on Twitter see you Billy Hoskin Wireless Music Festival will be held September 21st at or September 2021 at Crystal Palace Park and not Finsbury Park as of previous years I heard I've always been interested in going to wireless oh yeah that's sick wireless at 21 Crystal Palace Drake in a Palace shirt that's banging um, yeah that'll pretty much be it just um, Christian Benteke bopping and fucking who is it everywhere <laughs> There's, this, there's already funny memes about it everywhere. Um, yeah, Neil Robertson is trending. Sp- suspect in Colorado shooting. Just more sad stuff. Just shooting. Happy birthday, Kyrie Irving. Avid listener of the podcast. Proud of you, bro. Proud of you, man. Fuck them haters. Uh, big shout out to, to Kyrie, the, the little bro. Um, but yeah, no, that about concludes this week's podcast, episode 11. Join us next week. Um, we have been told we'll have a guest. There's, I'm working on guests as well. I'm not going to, you know, promise the world and deliver fuck all. So <clears throat> I'll get the um, I'll get guests on when I fucking can. Okay, I'm working a full time job as well. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. I um, uh, hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, make sure to check out Faster Pasta as well, Cambridge's premier fresh pasta delivery service on www.fasterpastaco.com and also on the same Instagram plug as well, at fasterpastaco to check out, check out recipes, also pasta content, um, more videos. There's merch as well to be peddling, so get on the merch train. Also check out Rando Knots UK for fresh designs. If you want something on a fucking, if you want a design, hit those guys up. Look at my design for the logo of the podcast those guys did it the stickers they did it um and also check out gabby kenny art as well for your um homemade greetings cards birthday cards you know bar mitzvahs everything you name it she's got a card for it so get on that gabby kenny art on instagram dm her for if you've got a special occasion um anyway that about concludes this week's podcast guys thanks again for listening thanks again for tuning in um hope you guys enjoyed it just myself just just me just myself all governor just myself this week um uh, but more that will will be joined um uh, next week and obviously i've had the promise of arthur as well on the fantasy football after he's come second or third or he's not coming top anyway um anyway uh six players 18 points um but yeah i will see you guys later this is the longest goodbye ever this is like you know when you leave at the bar you're like oh yeah bye yeah see you later bye yeah 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 yeah, yeah i did see that yeah yeah cool oh, nice one thanks for telling me that. Call me Monday, yeah, nice one. Yeah, see you later. Oh, nice one, bye. And then someone comes up the toilet. Yeah, bye. Uh, yeah, we are going. Yeah, yeah, bye. Um, anyway, that's coming back soon as well. So that's those those little times. I'm moaning about it, but those times are coming back. Um, anyway, good night. Goodbye. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, remember to like um, uh, and follow the Instagram page. Uh, voice notes podcast and also follow the link on spotify as well it's free to listen to this episode and all other previous episodes like subscribe it really help me out um, and grow the um, just grow the podcast as well grow the channel so um uh, thanks very much guys for listening always appreciate always much love um have a great week keep smiling and we'll see you next week cheers guys